Uh, welcome to the final episode, not the final episode of Wheel of Pod, but the final episode where we're talking about the TV show, because it ended last week. Of the first season. Of the first season, hopefully. Uh, the first of many seasons, we hope, because they got some explaining to do, which we'll get into later. I am one of the rotating co-hosts, Jesse Lorch. Hi, I'm Joey Duffy. I'm a avid Wheel of Time book fan. And I am Sarah Guile. I am the non-book reader of this series. And just providing feedback. Yeah. So, honest question, Sarah. Did you, what did you understand to have happened in that last episode? Um, okay, so I was really, really excited going into this one. And I think I watched it the first time and I kind of thought, oh, the light bulb didn't come on mm. at all. Like, I think they introduced a lot of things in the final episode that they probably should have introduced throughout the season a little bit more. So I really didn't have a lot of emotions. Actually, Andy asked me, he said, what'd you think? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I do understand the first season or the first scene was really important, but I didn't know when, who, and what the significance was. I thought that was the dark one, but then in the final battle, it wasn't. So I don't know. It's I mean, it's kind of interesting to think of Luce Theron as the dark one, considering how he's viewed in the world uh, as both Redeemer and villain mm. so it kind of is the dark one it's just not the darkest one i guess um the darkest the one. darkest one um shout out to uh the dark one's taint drink what that's our drinking game yeah. on uh wheel of pod is every time we have to say the dark one's taint drink again oh yeah i saw that one i like yeah that. yeah it's a great drinking game because it's it a lot coca-cola don't worry mom <laughs> it really is i promise to his mother hi all right so Let's talk about that prologue real quick, because book readers were very interested if we were ever going to get the prologue to The Eye of the World, which yes. some have said is like one of the best fantasy prologues ever. I don't know about that. It's definitely the most affecting, because uh, some crazy shit happens in it. And this was, the TV show's prologue was a prologue to the book's prologue of what happened right before the first thing we read. And I liked it, but I was also confused by it, because if you didn't Pay close attention, you wouldn't notice that it said 3,000 years ago. Even though I knew, because I've read the books, that uh, 3,000 years ago, the world that is Wheel of Time had more technology than the, the current one does. The Age of Legends. The Age of Legends. The Age of Legends is also the age of uh, flying yeah. and, I guess, spacefaring. So I was just like, I did not expect to see flying objects that quickly. So that was um, a lot. And also, who the fuck that baby? Who's fucking that? Listen, our audience demands to know, Amazon, who dat baby? Uh, lose Theron's kid. Here you go. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Does, does, the, does, the baby, does the baby have a name? Does the baby have a name? Yeah, it's uh, Bill. All right. Yeah. Bill Theron. <laughs> Bill Theron. Bill Theron, the second. The daughter um, of the dragon. Yes. Oh, yeah. So so that was the prologue. And then we get into, you know, the the battle that was sort of teased in the the penultimate episode where you know Trollocs are coming over that wall thing the weirdest fort I've ever seen in my life Tarman's Gap yeah Tarman's Gap which isn't really a gap because it's closed off but whatever um, listen we had a lot of issues with this episode I think as a lot of people did did it do here's this is on our wheel of topics but I want to introduce it now for just the audience at home to think about for book readers was this a better ending than the book's ending I'm not sure but like I that goes to show how weird the book ending is. I think parts of it, parts of it were better. Um, parts of it were, were interesting, um, how they kind of laid it out. But uh, there are parts that at the end of the book were, were just unnecessary. Like we were talking about earlier, there's a whole character that they took out. That yep. Really is never mentioning in the series. So like it, it, for expedition points, I thought, you know, there was some good stuff. Um, I think Andy said it best where it was just kind of, it was what it was. It, there wasn't this moment where I go, oh, this is a finale. Like, yeah. I give me season two tomorrow. I need it. You just go, well, oh, that is true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So, so that wasn't the dark one. Okay. Well, I have no idea what's going on. If I don't, if I don't read the right. books, I'm going, yeah. All right. Well, well, what was all this? I mean, I, yeah, I feel like, you know, it takes time to set up um, what I feel like is the best season ending to season beginning, um, you know, arc, which in my opinion is um, the best of both worlds, part one and two of the next generation, where you have Riker firing on Picard at the end of a season. And if you watched that live, you had to wait four months to find out what happened, right? But you, you want to know immediately. And at the end of this, I'm like, I can wait a while. Like, I'm, I'm curious about what happened. I'm curious about where Rand goes. I'm curious about the 
I guess the epilogue, the the people in the ships and that poor girl on the beach, which we'll talk about later. Um, but the rest, everybody else, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm curious to see if Moran is actually stilled or if 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 her magic's just being blocked. Um, oh, tied off weave of some yep, kind, like we, you know, we've discussed. Yeah, he did do a lot of... Inter- Modian had one. Yep. For the book readers. Go, chime in. The telling thing that he said is, Power, yeah. I thought they could sense the power when they were still. They just couldn't touch it. I don't think they can. They can feel it at all because that was the whole thing with Logan was that like yeah. he was just cut off. Yeah. Well, he's cut off, but they can still sense it. That's what drives them crazy. Anyway, uh, YouTube commenters, back me up on this one. Um, but I, I here's the thing: most of the time, I'm very not confident about things I remember. But I'm pretty sure they can still sense that it's there. They just can't touch it, and that's what drives them. That's what depresses them. But like they can sense it in some way or another. But either way, she got no power now. And uh, one lady, we think, wearing her dad's armor, uh, used too much power and blowed herself up. Um, but yeah, there's a big battle. I don't want to spend too much time summarizing because we've got too many great topics on the wheel of topics. Uh, there was a battle scene. There was a denouement. And then there was uh, people going off on their own, which yeah. was what you do with the season finale. Which is very much most of Wheel of Time is people being like, all right, see you guys in like three books. We're going to go yep. do some stuff over here. You do stuff over here. And yep. um, you're going to meet a lot of characters whose names you're not going to remember or know how to pronounce. So um, let's talk about who may or may not have died in this episode. Again, it's another Wheel of Topic. Uh, but um, you know what? I'm just going to bring out the Wheel of Topic now because there's. <laughs> listen, y'all, we did. We did. We did really good on the Wheel of Topics this time, so I'm going to bust it out. And I will actually, because we're really, really not in a rush to release this episode, we'll actually get a good like Wheel of Topics drop um, that I might record myself using uh, fancy effects I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have bought. But uh, here we go. You have to use it sometimes. That's right. Hopefully, you either lose it. Hopefully, audience, because we wrote with a white pen, you might be able to uh, kind of see it. So not necessarily the top of it, but uh, it's good enough. All right, here we go. Spin. We're giving the people what they want. Spin. Wheel. Wheel of topics. Men's story. All right, men. You know, I've been pleasantly surprised with men. I think that her casting is right on the money. She's sarcastic. She's funny. She's, you know, uh, sassy. And I think I'm excited to see where she goes, especially as... Uh, things begin to change in her story. Making her a bartender, yeah. too much. Yeah, making her a bartender, I think, is a perfect uh, book tweak oh, yeah. uh, because she being a bartender is a perfect job for her. Just her personality and the skills that she has. Um, as one of the many people who are getting skills that disappeared a long time ago, yeah. that aren't necessarily one source based, um, one source adjacent. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. Can't she actually channel? No. 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 So okay. she like Perrin's uh, wolf skills are things that are magical, but are not one uh, the source connected okay. directly. They're not in, like intentional. You yeah. drawing on it, they have like access behind the veil of yeah to some powers. There's there's a bunch of characters throughout Wheel of Time where you'll be like, well, this guy can levitate. Doesn't explain why. Yep. but that's just what he can do. Yeah, for or example, whatever, the, yeah. Maybe. Uh, in the scene though where they said anybody who can channel needs to stay that's true they did and do that and, and she's like well, i'm getting the fuck out of here yeah she's track. like i'm i'm gonna bail well i mean what's she gonna do stand there and be like oh this guy's about to die yep he died <laughs> wow. oh crap that guy yep he died too yeah that'd be because the way they shot her specifically sure. in that scene yeah she's like yeah i'm not saying i know what happens well but here's the thing she has to go to camelin She's busy. Yeah, listen, a lot of people got to go to a lot of cities that I'm guessing we're not going to see, which I'm okay with. So, again, I've just restarted reading book two, and literally, they've already gone through three empty villages. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys, like, just hurry it along. Um, That's one of most people's complaints with the first book um, for the non-book readers is that it does pick up a bit after the first book. The first book was very much... Uh, Robert Jordan trying to perfect, I think, his world building, which, you know, he does eventually. Um, yeah. I mean, but a lot of it is spent like, hey, we're walking. It's very much Lord of the Rings. If you haven't read Lord of the Rings in a while, there are chapters of just. It's, yeah, it's Lord of the Rings, walking. but longer. Yes, yeah. walking hungry. Listen, and everyone's hungry. Yep. Everyone's, you know, whatever. I will. I will say, though, Lord of the Rings doesn't have like four 
I would say unnecessarily long books where nothing happens that they just have to write off later. But I mean, Cimmerillion. Well, I'm just saying. All right. Wow. Boring. Hot take. Cimmerillion. Not important. All right. Listen. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't say not important. I just said boring. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to get some Tolkien fans making some very, very well-written uh, clapbacks to you on that, I assume. Well, so. sure. There's a lot of people also think like, you know, the Plato's books are exciting yeah. as well. Yeah. So, like, like some are going to respond in Elvish, some in um, the, the Dwarves language, which is very Semitic, as I've learned. Oh. Um, Yes, Age of Legends. So the, in the prologue, Beautiful, they are speaking a language referred to as the Old Tongue. God forbid they give it a name that we couldn't pronounce. So thank you, just both, both Robert Jordan and the show for just calling it the Old Tongue, because I can say that. Um, I don't know if it's the same guy who invented uh, Dothraki or the Belter Creole from The Expanse, but I hope it is that guy. Didn't they we talk about a, it? That they, they, they did? A, uh, the thing on it. Yeah. Was, is, it, is it that guy? No. A different guy? Oh, all right. But there are four different languages that they've created. Oh, really? Because yeah. they, I mean, if they're if the Sean fan, have their own. Language. Yeah, yeah. They they have their own language. So yeah. Uh, so there there are lots of languages, not as many as in other fancy stories, but enough. Well, they have to so. create probably the the hand talk for the maidens at Spear, oh, which we'll yeah. keep a brief preview of with Rand's mama. Again, so far the I would say that's definitely one of the best prologues I've ever seen. That is probably so. the scene. Yeah, agree. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. You're, if you're not a fan before that scene, you go, wait, is this? Because the book one is not yeah. an action-packed wait, book. But the very first scene. That's, of the what, mm -hmm. that's what we said last week. Yeah. It was like, I wish, like, for marketing's sake, you would have put that as the yeah. first I, episode just to get all the viewers. Yeah, and I understand why they saved it because the first episode, again, not a fan of the first episode of the show. Um, uh, I think the first and this finale were both kind of like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. But second through seven, uh, you're like, oh, this is... Fine. Yeah. The so okay. I mean, listen. We're not gonna fully summarize the episode just because, like, if you're watching this, you watch the episode. So, um, but let's let's spin the wheel again because I would like to get to who's did wheel of spins. I went the wrong way. Let's try this. Let's try it again. Wheel oh. of spins. Dream. Okay. So in the Wheel of Time books, there is a place. It's like the dream world. It's got yeah, a really wrong. that. It's got an unpronounceable name. That's how you pronounce it. And a okay. Say it again. Uh Teleantrium. Oh, thank you. Teleromodon. Teleromian. Uh come on the mic and say that. It's Tarantula. Tarantula. It's the name of it. Anywhoozle. Um we think a couple times in this first season we have seen. We have seen, seen, we have seen the dream world. We think. Yeah. Either the dream world or it's some sort of um, kind of weave yeah. of illusions that is then cast over the unconscious yeah. mind. I have, I just have one request of the showrunners. It's like, like any fantasy or sci-fi series, you have to give us a visual dictionary for when things are not real. Yeah, like we need some mistiness, like a blue tint. Uh, like the something. white light on the flashbacks in Lord of the Rings or it's- uh, Yeah, you know. yeah, or like lens flares, anything. Like, call in J.J. Abrams if you need. Give us something. That's about this. Hey, yeah. So we know, even though there's no clear surfaces for the lens layers to come, that, that'd make it even better because then you know it's magic. That so, would be cool. Uh, give us more lens layers. Never thought I'd ever say that. And you, you, you have to have some sort of differentiation as we go yeah. forward because so much of the book, especially later in the Jesus, book, yeah. takes place. I swear there's entire the books that take world. place in the dream world. I mean, Sarah, as a non book reader, what did you think of Rand was seeing? Oh, okay. So I. I just got stressed after that one scene where he's in the blight because then after that point, I just kept waiting for like, is this happening? Oh, did yeah. that happen? Did that happen? Did that happen? This is a dream. Yeah. I mean, the show did pull off and you know it's coming, but like the dream into another dream, into waking up, like I knew it was coming, but it, the show still got me, which is good. That means I was, I was Inception. into it. But When he went to his future life, I thought, okay, is this the carnival? Is this where the rainbows and... Two other women. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, he's come. He's comes out. It's, yeah. Yeah. Again, who that baby? Um, Which makes us think that maybe it's also potentially like a vision of potential futures through a triangular telebre, which is another. So if if you use a if you use a triangle and triangle, what happens? If you use a triangle and triangle, triangle. 
I mean, God, it's a God terrible God Damn this show and this world for so many unpronounceable names. Oh my, Charles like, Barkley. I've read The Lord of the Rings multiple times and I can pronounce some weird ass shit, but this world, God damn it. Um, so, like a clear example of when they probably use a Heron Real to that. Was that the, the two pictures? Whatever. That the C1 and. Oh, yep, yep, yep. A a travel, it could be an alternate, because that's the thing, did she travel to her chambers? Did she travel to a space that is outside of the the tower? Is it? There's a thing called a dream shard, Mm -hmm. which is like, yeah, it's like a A dream shot. Right, that's that's a good point. Um, I probably will, we need to repeat what he says, but. um, I just know for going forward, being like, hey, our audience members said. I mean, it, 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 it might pick it up, so we'll see. If not, I'll just like put it in, so. So yeah, you can speak louder. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, okay, let's... Ninjas. All right, so again, show, tell us what things are. Yes. Show us what things are. You don't have to tell us, right? Because you, you want to show, not tell, right? You have to explain what Angreal is, the Terangreal. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, Jason. The little statue that we talked about earlier. It's a device that it mimics abilities using the one power. So that basically anyone can use it. Sometimes they're built so that you have to channel into it. Sometimes you can just use it straight up. For example, we saw one, the Oath Rod is, the Oath Rod. is an example of one where they're channeling into it and then it mimics a uh, potential of the, the one power. The uh, yeah, the, the little man that he has in his hand. Oh, oh no, that's the, 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 the angry elf. Oh, Wait, you know that's that. annoying. Right, because <laughs> that's, that's a whole other issue that goes into like the, the episode. It's like, it's a Samriel, but it's like, incredibly powerful and she's just got it like hanging around yeah like she has she has a she has a, a healing one in the book i believe and right. she wasn't even supposed to take that one she gets in trouble for taking that one so right. taking that one That's seems some, like a right. bigger crime yeah so the sangrial is okay so they're Helping the Angreal, which the amplifies your power in this in the one you know it amplifies your magic yeah the sangrial amplifies it like a shit ton yeah and uh you know there are these legendary ones that that are like coming to play in this story. The ca- uh, Cal. Calendor. Yeah. Right. Well, there's in the Cal, whatever, the two the, words. The Cal. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's Jesus Christ. Is. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe this podcast was a but, terrible idea. But, so uh, she, yeah. had, she had a, what she had that she gave to him was this little thing, like this little kind of fat Buddha thing. Yeah. That yeah. Rand sort of has with him. Oh, and he just gets to keep it? I, but yeah. it wasn't really oh. that powerful. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no. He just gets no, it. No idea. He just yeah. keeps it in his pocket until uh, he finds more. Yeah, maybe they could have, uh, you know, in the Age of Heroes, invented one that like removed the Dark One's taint from uh, the male side of things. Yeah. Drink. The the Age of Heroes. When was that? Whatever the fuck it's called. Age, whatever. Oh, you mean uh, the Age of Legends? <laughs> heroes, legends. You know, give me a, a more unpronounceable word that we can use to throw in there. That's fair. So, all right, shall we spin the wheel again? I believe so. All right. Spin. You want to do it? Give it a, give it a spin. spin. I'll hold this. Wheel of Topics. Matt? Um, so we think we get a, a vision of Matt entering. We, some people say Tarvalon. I thought it was uh, the Shit evil shitty that I'm not going to pronounce. Um, hopefully it is Tarvalon because uh, the guy needs help. Also, uh, goodbye, season one, Matt. We barely knew ye. Um, you complained a lot less than Bookmat, so there's that. Yeah. Um, which I'm happy about. Yes. You weren't quite as charming as Bookmat either. You were so. not as charming. I think I know people liked him, but he, he, he could do better. He I think. He did have a great Book coat. One, Matt was the worst Matt. Well, I, I agree with that. Book one, everybody's the worst. Yeah. Get rid listen, good rinse. <laughs> um, See you later. Best of luck. Um so yeah, hopefully Matt's getting help. Um So long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this in other episodes. But, uh, Tarvalon, how we all pronounced it from the Tarvalion. Uh, uh, tar- uh, yeah. Um, I, you know the one thing, the one thing I pronounced correctly. Because uh, Tarvalon sounds a lot more like Avalon oh. than Tarvalon, which is what we've all been saying. And I think it's supposed to give a little bit, like all of you reading, it clearly looks more like Avalon, but hearing it. It now sounds interesting. You have like Arthur Hawking, and who's obviously a reference to King Arthur. Yeah, I mean, you have all these the references books. in the book that are easy to see mm-hmm. because you're reading it. But in, in calendar and in, Excalibur, in a TV form, having uh, instead of saying uh, Tarvalon like we've been saying Tarvalon makes that connection more. I like that uh, apparent. Which actually now I like the weird mispronunciation. But it also you like it more now. It's a bit confusing because then you have Camelot or Camelot, whatever you would say, which is. 
it's Camelot. So you have yeah. Camelot and Avalon. Well, where the witch, the witches lived in 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 Avalon in in the book, yeah. Yeah, and in the original Arthurian ledger. Yeah, yeah. Something stupid, Jason. What the girl, the, oh, what was her name? Uh, Mor Mor Morgan. 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 Morgan and then R.I.P. Morgan. Seduces yeah. Arthur. And also, Merlin. again, I, I didn't put it on the, the Wheel of Topics, but again, um, where is Bella? Hashtag justice for Bella. Oh, Bella's yeah. running wild. Bella's by the way, I'm rereading book two. Bella name dropped again. I'm like, thank you, book, Eating for understanding that we care about horses. Right now. Anyway. You know, Bella's fine. She has the last battle scene. So <laughs> one, of the, one of the things with like, you know, what you were saying, Avalon, Camelot, is that this is supposed to be sort of our world. But like that in in part in part of the cycles. You know, our world exists. So, isn't it post-apocalyptic as well? So, yeah, there's the idea where it or, could be yeah, so the future like, of our. I, I feel like that, that's well. more the Sh the Shannara Chronicles than Wheel of Time. I think Wheel of Time could still be in our past, but like, well, but that's uh, the whole thing is that the past and the future it's all it's, it's all cyclical. Yeah. So that while they're sort of living out the legends of King Arthur and you know Odin, yeah. And all well, like shit. that's why ogres are ogres in this, right? Because it's uh, yeah. While we are simultaneously their myths. Yeah. Whoa. Like Listen, uh, watchers, uh, listeners, uh, well, listeners, you won't know that Jason's off camera that much, but for our watchers, like uh, Jason and Andy are chiming in a lot and you're just not seeing them, but know that they're here and uh, that we love them both. Hey guys, I'm Jason Avery. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm going to do a little name like arrow thing uh, for when they're talking. So, all right, let's. Uh, hey, don't. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, again, uh, we are recording this in the Inner Circle Vodka Bar in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you, Andy. So, all right, let's go this. get some vodka. Yeah, go get some vodka, get some flavored vodka, or take a don't. class. They also have Coke here. <laughs> not that kind of Coke, not anymore. <laughs> this is in 2016. We are topics. That's a good one, you know. That doesn't sound good. Uh, magic armor. Okay, um, late... my favorite magic mind sequel. <laughs> magic armor. Um, so, uh, uh, King's sister who wears her dad's armor in that battle scene, it kind of looked like the armor was helping her channel, which would make no sense because it was a man's armor. But it did. They animated it. Looked like, it looked like the armor was helping her. But if it was what? an ancient armor, it could be also from the Age yeah. of Legends that's been passed down. I believe you mean the, the Age of Heroes? Yes, the Age of Heroes, <laughs> where the male Ace Sedai. Yeah. Would, what, what, uh, is the, what is their thing called? Like, there's uh, there's Sedan. Is that theirs, or is that the women's one? Sidon. Yeah, that's the, the men's. God damn the show. Sidar. Is Sidar the female one? Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes. So magic armor probably yeah. is a thing, and that would make sense why an accepted then could, you know, because they make a big deal that she spent years at the tower but never reached the full um, sisterhood. So she she could have been in the tower for 30 years and accepted learning all these things and just wasn't powerful enough until she put on the armor and stole two of the most powerful channelers in history's power as well. Yeah. And That's um, what I thought as a viewer, I just kind of accepted that, that the armor was helping her. I thought the armor was helping her. As a conduit we talked about. Yeah. So. I mean, here's the thing. It could be, and we just don't know. Um, I, I realized we didn't put it on the wheel of topics, but I would like to talk about how Rand's hero moment is understanding that Egwene deserves her own choices. Did we put it on there? I think we I have. thought we were going we to. Women's. Women's. Uh, uh, oh, I, I think we talked about it, but then I forgot oh. to put it on there. So oh. well. I, I apologize for not putting it on the wheel of topics. I'm putting it on there now. Um, I'm gonna say, hold on. Uh, da, 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 da. Instead of girl on the beach, we're gonna, girl on the beach is gonna be the 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 woman section of the wheel. That doesn't sound great either. Um, but the wheel weaves and the wheel wills. So uh, yeah, well yeah, yeah. A girl axed in uh, the first episode. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Indiana Jones nuclear fridge. Anyway. Oh, also fridging. Yeah, also there's also fridge. Yeah, I forgot. There's two fridges now. There's a uh, there's women fridge and then uh, jumping the shark. The past jumping the shark, is, uh, nuking the fridge. The jumping the shark scene in that movie was still when Shia LaBeouf goes swinging through the trees with the monkeys, and that. Listen, I was we are on board. We are not going to talk about Indiana Jones and the unknowable shitty crap. All right, um, Rand's hero moment is being shown what he thinks he wants mm -hmm. and saying no to it because he knows Egwene, one deserves her own choice, and two wouldn't be happy. And I gotta say. 
that that sense of female agency is in the books. But damn, the show really, I think for once, got rid of trying to paint around what they're trying to say and just fucking said it. Yeah. And I'm, one, happy about it, and two, that they made it such a crucial plot point. So I just want to, we've been shitting on the show for a while now, so I wanted to give the show props about that. Because yeah. I thought that was, I thought I that was really nice. I have been shitting on the show. I love the show. Listen, a podcast where people but just talk episode. about how much they love something, but no one episode. listens to. So. But this episode. This episode we can kind of, a little bit. Uh, I thought that was a really good point too as well, that it, it was like the fate of the world depended on a young man in his 20s being able to get past his wants um, and to allow, you know, especially... Yeah. That's not a common thing in in fantasy books, especially fantasy in real life. We're, well, yeah, real oh, life. Let's uh, <laughs> let's stay into the hypothetical fun worlds yeah. where with horror and death and but yeah. it's, it's at least we have magic. magic. Yeah, um, uh, unpronounceable I, names. I, I thought that's a really good really good yeah. point that Robert Jordan made a point of in the books, and I think the show is echoing very well. Of it's not like these women are powerful. Uh, characters and they're not plot devices or you know it's not all based on like oh this woman's kidnapped and i have to go rescue her even though that happens several times in the book to several women but several men get kidnapped too and have to be rescued i just i thought that was a really cool scene it was just like you have the power to take whatever you want and i god knows when i was 20 if I had the power, I would already be on the Dark Ones team yeah. when I was 20. Yeah, like, again, my, my, my future dream would not have been a, a house uh, in the mountains with kids yeah. uh, necessarily. Be but me owning the Mayo Hotel and living there by myself and just <laughs> sitting on the, on the roof going, ha, 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 Lots of ladies. Yeah. So, Lots of ladies. Um, so, Sarah, as the non-book reader here, like, did you think that was, was it too much? Was it like hitting it over the head? No. Or did you think it was organic and, and I earned? I organic. I did think... It was kind of funny with the wisdom, that whole talk, because the roles were totally reversed where he was like, I love you. And she was like, but I have to go do things. I have to go. And it was pretty much the male role usually, like, mm. you know, where she's still pining and he's like, I have to go. But in that version, it was totally reversed. Oh, with Lan and Nani. Yeah. 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 And which was another really beautiful moment. I think they did really well of showing these these strong warrior men, but also that the, they're affectionate and they're kind. And I think, uh, you know, in the, the Aragon, like, um, kind of stereotypical character of like, he's sensitive, but yeah. he'll also kill you and everyone, you know, yeah. if you mess with his friends or whatever. And I yeah. just, I thought that was a really beautiful moment. Like I will hate anyone you choose, but I will love them if they make you happy. Oh, that was beautiful. And I yeah. thought that was a really beautiful yeah, moment. That was good. Yeah, I think that, that, that was nice writing. That was, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, it's a just a straight line, and it's um, one of the one of the ones like I think they've done a good job of of keeping some of the lines that are that are really that yeah stuck in my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They've and they, they've what they've done a really good job of, of taking lines from the books that are almost in different scenes and then using them in I feel like more appropriate settings. So good job, uh, showrunners and writers there. Right, it's doing a good job. Yeah. So overall, yeah. Again. Thank you. We, uh, listen, I, I give Wheel of Time a lot of shit for lots of different things, but thank you, Wheel of Time, for giving us uh, female characters who talk. So thank you. Yeah. And talk uh, about more than just the men yeah, in Yeah, listen, the book, the book passes the Bechdel test very quickly. Yes. So if, even though women do talk about men a lot, but men also talk about women a lot in the Wheel of Time. There's a lot of pining. Kind of like the, real life. Yeah, yeah I guess it. It improved some on the, the books by the women... There's a lot less uh, braid tugging and skirt smoothing. Yes. Oh, only once per. Oh, they only really nailed that once, like in two episodes. I think they yeah, had her. She, you see, and you don't even see the tug. You just see her grab yeah, it with both hands, yeah. and yeah. she's about to. But I, you know, I thought that was also like, like you said, a very, a very good. It like it wasn't necessary. Yeah, yeah. It made them childish, like, like, kind of yeah. like they have childish and petulant. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and now they're just strong. Like yeah. Robert Jordan did write a lot of like empowered women, but also. As a, as a man of his generation, not as a great at writing the internal monologue of those women, so he used the braid tugging and the the skirt smoothing as a way of giving them, showing them being nervous or stressed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where the guy, they just hit, like he could just have the guy like hit something hard. So yeah. you know, or Rand just brooding, God, for like Jesus Christ, so or it's just just uh, Rand. Shoulders and they're like, bro, we, we do. We listen, get it. y'all. Like all time, he has like a mental break on a mountaintop. For God's sakes, it's not. It's not subtle. Um, all right. Although, let, God, I hope they don't change that part. That, that, that one of the best parts. Yeah, of yeah, no, the just uh, show, move it, move it sooner. Yeah, yeah, sooner. Yeah. Like maybe season two. Anyway, all right. Who knows? Let's do this again. That's a good spin. 
Wheel of Topics. Oh, Magic Armor got spent again. Rand's battle! Rand's battle, okay. Yeah, more like Rand's staring contest, really. Uh, it was love. And that's the problem with magic. Like, a lot of times like it's just... Wasn't there a sword fight in the book originally? Like, they didn't they uh, fight? They actually they fought, fought because Lan had oh, been yeah, teaching... The, the, no, that's two. No, no, that's one. That's one. Well, no, they, 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 they fight on the ground, and then it's shown... In that's well, no, they the also fight in the air. Two. No, it's one. It's they one. Also, they also fight in the air. Yes, at the end of two. Yeah, that's on the next one, you should. We have a yeah. very large audience out here. It's all right, so uh, let me talk about Andy's rants. You guys can um, follow in the back. I've been saying this all. I've been saying this all season, but I never liked the end of book one. That's why I was excited for the end of the season because I'm like, man, they have to be able to do it better. I did not think they did. They didn't do it worse. They did, um, not, do it worse. They did not do it worse, but. It's so weird in the book, and it's never explained. Uh, Robert Jordan, as much of us love his writing in a lot of different ways, was terrible at endings. So in the ending of the book, since we're going to talk about books, he goes in, there's a battle. Rand doesn't have too much experience After he meets either the demon, wielding a sword or wielding the one power, but he manages to combat a person who has a lot of that experience, well, which Land is fine. teaching the sword he, in the book. A little bit. Oh. Uh, but he hadn't had that much. So Sorry. he knew what he was doing not to stab himself, but to go toe-to-toe -to -toe was actually really impressive for, for what he knew. Um, he but pizza, French fries. Right, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. If he were skiing, he could do pizza, Cat French fries, but he couldn't just, like, you know, go over moguls. So you have this inexperienced person, and this one, they explained it, because this one, he didn't have to do all those things. He just had to kind of make a decision of turning to the dark side or the light side and then do whatever they were going to do, which we can talk about later. But um, in the original uh, book ending, he's having to fight, he's having to do it, and then somehow he's either teleported or it's like showcased above the battle, above Tarwin's Gap, okay? Mm. And so he's battling in the clouds, and now everyone can see him, people battling for Tarwin's Gap. The fort can see him, and they're giant... Um, visions and whether they're actually floating up there in real life or yeah, visions, it never out. really explains at all. And then, and then, literally, the battle is hinged not on the people fighting. It's like it's hinged on whenever Rand would push forward and was winning in his like battle. Then the army was winning, and then whenever who we think is the dark one is or pushing what? ahead, then the Trollocs are actually start to winning, which also did not make a lot of sense. And it never really gets explained in the rest of the series. And once in the rest of the series, the magical, uh, the weaving and the one power are explained very well and what you can do and what you can't do. And the only really exceptions to this are really this battle, yeah. which is never explained or how it's done or any of these specific abilities with the one power ever come up again. And it was always frustrating, especially when you're like trying to get other people into a series be like, the series is amazing. The first book's good. It gets much better. The first book's just a primer. And ignore the ending. Yes. Because the ending's terrible. And so I was so much looking forward to, like, see it on TV, like, in a very different way. So that is not my problem with the book, like, with the TV show at all. I am so glad they changed it. So, here's the question. What actually happened in the show? Like, it, it, it seemed to me, like, what must have happened is after the whole exchange... You know, with with. Oh yeah. No, I don't. I don't believe that at all. Oh, I think it might well, be possible. Be After the, the rewatch, I think it's possible. I, I I don't believe it at all. But but, but we're talking so, about Balefire. I mean, my my theory. I mean, <laughs> what I think actually happened is that you know you you had this whole exchange where he gives him the choice, he rejects the choice, and then uh, what seemed to happen was that he actually or the guy who you know who the. The, the credits, or they say in the credits, is Ishmael, the, the guy there, uh, somehow tricked Rand into breaking one of the Dark One's seals. Yes. That's, that's what seems, seems to have happened. Okay, I could, I could see that as well, that then maybe he did use something very powerful that was like white fire look, that look, eliminates look, someone look, immediately look, from the pattern. And wipes them out. It's not always, huh. it's not always Bellfire. But it was a white fire that yeah, I mean, look, consumed him. So we're saying that the, the the thing that people are commonly confused. So, like for instance, when Luz Thorin, uh, the dragon, you know, sort of like destroyed that the whole thing and made a mountain. He didn't bailfire himself. He just called out like immense amount of power that just was like huge and destructive. Sure. Why not? So all right, could be. So what you're saying is, and I actually like this now, um, the obviously, spoil alert. They say at the end that this is not the last battle. It's 
probably the first one. So we're going to let y'all know the uh, dark one was not destroyed in, at the end of this series or at the end of the season. What? What? Um, so if you're saying that, um, that Ishmael did not have the power, which obviously if he did, he would have done it earlier to break the seal, to let out the dark one. And he was there to either turn right. Rand to the dark side yeah. or trick him into or trick him into breaking the seal. Yeah. I mean, look at the well, actually that makes me like this but, ending but, but, way better. I have to come back in because he was he was smiling he was when smiling. he got destroyed. Well, he was smiling when he got destroyed. He appears as Ishmael outside of the eye of the world, the blight. He always right. appears as a dark one in the dream or, sequence. Or, or, yeah. I now so like this ending be way better. Ishmael is trapped still within the dark one's prison and by causing Rand to do this destroyed the first seal, which then allows some of the Forsakens really, to get out. They tricked Rand into yeah. letting everyone free. Uh, yeah. I like that idea. Because that would be something else for him. This is now a much better ending yeah, to this. I like okay. that better than the Balefire that as well. Perfect yeah. He just uses a bunch yeah. of power. However, Moraine's face did not say, like, damn it. Like, she... Well, she didn't know. Okay. She didn't know. She doesn't. I don't even think to now. Moraine knows that that was Ishmael. And uh, not so, the they, so here's. Okay. That's where the the scene with her holding the shard of the unbreak. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Heart the stuff. the unbreakable stuff uh, comes into play because that's what they made the dark yeah. one's prison out of. Yeah. So the fact that it's, it's cracked, um, she's gonna realize like it's cracked because of what Rand just did. Rand just weakened the prison of the dark one. Dark one snake. Drink. Sense. So it was, it was all a elaborate ruse, yeah. if you will, uh, all right, to so, trick Rand into beginning the last battle okay. instead yeah. of defeating it. Which would make sense then if Moraine's visions and dreams were manipulated by Ishmael over oh. time yeah. to get them to the eye of the world oh, to begin with. So yeah, yeah. There, there was like a lot of layering. Okay. Okay. To to the, get now that. it's is Rafe that smart? Which I think he is. Wait, did Rafe just play us all? Was this like a really good? Ending for season one, and we just didn't realize how good it was. In our own hubris, we we thought we knew better than the man who spent years planning out how to bring this to television. I, mean, I, I yeah, after a lot of thought, I think that's exactly. I like that. I like that okay. a lot. That makes a lot of sense. So I so now I actually like the episode a lot better. But but here's what I didn't like about the episode, and I want to discuss it now. Um, there was no wow moments. Yes. Right. If that had been shown, yeah, that would have been a wow moment. So let's play a game called. Because like there were other points, if you were with me watching the first time for any of these episodes, I'm screaming at the yeah. TV. There's points where I'm like, oh my god, and like I'm literally like I'm dying. In this, this episode this, four, this episode did not do that. So I want to go around for like now the uh, five of us. Um, what would have been a good wow moment in the episode that did not happen? I I, I still think that even if they do have some form of a sword fight that actually allows. Ran to use the Heronmark blade and shows him as something more than just like, okay, it, it, it's some sort of build up to a battle. It wasn't yeah. even a battle, but then it does make sense from your what you were just saying. But I would have liked I, that was my favorite part of the first book was this epic battle that is the light versus dark, which makes you think right. it could be in fact the last battle because that didn't seem like a last battle at all. No. That just yeah. seemed like there's a bunch of Trollocs, and then Rand kind of just killed this guy immediately. Yeah, so where did they actually? Mm. The Trollocs died. Or? Yes, they were all wiped out by yeah, yeah, yeah. magic yeah. armor. All right, so let's go around. That was that was actually a good one. Yeah. What what over here? Uh, I, uh, I, I what would I mean? I mean, I think yeah, Rand needed more of a moment. I I mean, I, I felt like his moment was it was too. Um, it was too hidden, and, and no one really got to see I it. think most of his moments were. Yeah. When, when it comes to the power, like, right. him breaking down that door, you're like, okay, he's channeling a little bit. But it wasn't, like, cool. Yeah. Even or, when he threw and, that and, you know, Trollock in the way. Um, you're like, so, oh. I know, I, it, yeah. it, logically, it makes sense that when the, the women, <laughs> the, the circle, that they, they join and, you know, nuke the Trollocks, it makes sense that they would have a lady, whatever her name was, run it. But if, you know... Egwene and Nynaeve had had more of an active role. I think that would have been like a lot stronger. Or what we were talking about, you were talking about earlier with the the women who were called to stay and fight. Okay, yeah. So this is my should have been a wow moment. It wasn't. We got to see the men go out and fight, but this is, you know, uh, the Borderlands. Not only are the men always prepared, but the women are always prepared to die to the last person. Like it's taught into them, it's bred into them. And when all the men go off, you see the women protecting everything. You see the women like arming these giant 
you know, um, uh, ballistas. Yeah. You see them do it. I would have loved it where it seemed almost too easy. And I know they had to do like a ton of power and everything else, but just visually um, for them to destroy all of the um, Trollocs and the whole army <coughs> and the fades. What I would have loved to seen is that it starts happening, but because there's so many, um, the Trollocs are coming forth. And what you see is all these women and not just necessarily soldiers, but the ones who are just like women there and the mothers and the people who stay behind come out with swords and come out in armor and protect the channelers and like stab them as they're trying to come up and like be their flank, be their ones as they're being destroyed. And you see like, you know, the women who have been preparing um, in there, there was a call to the women of like, Hey, this is your city. You're not going to let it fall. Yeah. I would have loved, that would have been my wow moment yeah, to yeah, see them go and attack. I, I would have been blown away. That like would have that been my wasted. moment. It was, it was wasted. It was wasted. You know, there's a call to this big moment with the women defending the city. Really and then it's... see how badass the borderlanders are. Exactly. That would have been optimal yeah, to see to see the difference between a borderlander yeah, women yeah, and like a woman in another city. Because and I think, and I still think that this is this is all just due to COVID. Like they 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 could not have had that many people interacting physically, or or maybe it was a location problem that they just couldn't couldn't bring them in. You know, like one of the big things that they said, like that had limited them in COVID was that the whole blight was supposed to be filmed in some like exotic forest somewhere, but they had to. Uh, you know, build this stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that's why and, that makes I'm more not sense. Quite as angry at yeah. the blight like I was earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> I All right. Don't so apologize. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sarah. What would you have liked to see as a wow moment? And then Jesse, I'll trade you. Uh, you are right, though. That's what I mean. Her brother was like, "Let it go. We're all gonna die. Just let some people be able to save themselves." And his sister was like, "No, we're gonna save this town. We're gonna save this village." They will not take it. So you're right. That is definitely a, there should have been yeah, more. Yeah, that's what they do. Women power there. Darwin's um, Gap has stood for 3,000 years because of the men and women who died defending it. That's yeah. the whole borderlands and, thing. And men do not go into the women's quarters. The books makes that very clear. Yeah. They didn't talk about that in the show at all. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a very important part of the story in book two, apparently. Um, the, yeah, the, that's a great time to talk about. Well, watch this. Wonderful spin to crossbows. Where's crossbows? Oh, um, actually crossbows. Uh, there we go. Yeah, my wow moment was, again, like it's a it's it's a medieval world with magic, so battle scenes have to have something new and interesting to them. And my my complaint with the show is still that the Trollocs do not wow me in any way. They are just another like soulless nameless, faceless army that we are very used to in, like, say, an MCU movie. I want to see Wolfhead and Falconheads and all these different yeah, variations. Yeah, either make them grosser or make it darker. Yeah. Like, like make it the terror of the unseen, but don't show us these clearly CGI'd weird creatures. Um, and also, I would say the wow moment that they could have done is giving us one thing MC, MCU movies do well is showing you when, like, the hero figures out how to use their new power. I never got that sense that Rand knew what the fuck he was doing. All of a sudden, he's going, bam, and yeah, there's this moment boom. with the villain. Yeah, and I would have liked the, you know, almost like the uh, Captain Marvel, like, flashback to every time she's been knocked down getting up sort of thing, which, again, was trite in the moment, but showed, like, where someone's strength comes from. Or, you know, Captain America saying he could do this all day, etc. We know how to do this scene, and they they didn't do it. He just kind of, and that was my whole thing was he went from, and that was my wow moment is just, he goes from just like being in this dream, then all of a sudden he's just like, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. whatever. And yeah. I get with, with the ending that the way you described it, it makes sense for it to be like that, but still at the same time, I do feel like yeah. that's a wasted moment of, yeah. oh, even even when he was like the Dragon Re Reborn reveal where it's just like the whispers and it's like, I am the Dragon Reborn. It's like. Did, did, did anyone go back and uh, listen yeah. to it with headphones Whatever. on like I instructed? No. No. Uh, again, right. go back and listen to it with headphones on. What they do with the, the voice of Mungenshin um, is actually really impressive. Like it starts off as a general voice and then becomes closer to each character's oh, voice yeah. the longer you hear it. And it was really well done. I thought that was a great scene. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. The reveal. You know, I they, want more. Yeah. The problem is like, again, 
uh, looking back on the Wheel of Time as a series, the character I care the least about is Rand. So, like, yeah. I'm fine if they're if they're not giving me Rand moments because the book's Rand moments aren't great either. There's a couple great Rand there moments. There are a couple fantastic moments. Yeah, but they are books But, but they're always at the end of the book. It's yeah. like Rand spends a whole book going, this yeah, isn't yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. fair, screw you. Uh, and then the end, he... I want to make love to this woman, but I also want to make love to this woman. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> I'm just a poor sheep herder. I can't. Yeah. I can't make out with all three of yeah, you. Really, then, really not at the same time, unless you're up for it. Unless you're, uh, you're not. Okay, my best. Uh, yeah. That's no idea what's going. Yeah. On. Like That's I looked fine. up his wiki page, and it was like farmer, farm boy, and then now. Yeah, Lith- Lothario. Uh, yeah. I was like, wow, yeah, it's sheep a... herder. It's an international Lith- man. Of and mystery, it's not even bro. here because like Rand is literally like shaping, uh, shaping the wheel around him. So like <laughs> these women, uh, he. Weirdly enough, for a series that's very much about women empowerment, he literally takes their free choice away because they they are literally cannot not be attracted to him. Yeah, it's it's a little listen. Show you can do better. I know you can do better. Um, But yeah, like for the um, uh, crossbow aficionados uh, amongst our our audience, yes, crossbows not the best weapons for shooting at distance. Oh, okay. I was like, what's the deal with the crossbow? Yeah, Yeah, they're shooting like a couple hundred feet. Okay. Far. So long, though. No, they they really should have had those bigger weapons that the women were getting ready in that gap uh, fortress area. Yeah. 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 Also, what happened to their horses? Anyway. That's what I thought. Are there no justice for Bella? Yeah. That Perrin can like add to the battle. Yeah. I kind of thought that Perrin uh, would have some type of. Yeah. I worry about that because like Game Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones with $8 million an episode couldn't do a good uh, dire wolf. I'm really worried about the show, the Wheel of Time show with wolves later on, but we'll see. At least those wolves are regular sized, so maybe that'll make it easier. Right. Look, what, the wolves? The, the, these yeah. wolves need to be murderers. Um, murderers with really long names. Um, Rest in peace, Hopper. Yeah. So. Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No one, no, no one even knows what that means. Yeah. The oh. wolves don't have names yet. Uh, R.I.P. Bella and Hopper. Oh, yes. we haven't been giving spoils the entire episode. Well, I say one. You've ruined the entire podcast. Tied into so the wolf say, middle yeah. of like spoilers. Like, sometimes when you watch a show with your kids and you're like, oh God, are they going to ask me if they don't even know about this? Yeah. And then you remember when you were watching the show when you were a kid and you're just like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And you have no idea what nope. you're talking about. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that going on when you guys are joking. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I didn't well, even know. Right. At the end, I thought those people might be good people coming in to help bail them out from this battle. No, like, they not. know. And so I'm like, I bad. wish they would have, like, set it up as more of a cliffhanger. Like, oh, shit. Are they right. going to make it out of this? Yeah. Are these people coming to bail them out? Are they going to send the tsunami? Where is the West Coast? How far is that? Yeah. yeah. Show. Tell us. Listen. It's a fucking fantasy show. Like, tell us on the map where we are. Come on. Uh, let's talk about what, what we think is going to happen in season two with with the uh, wheel of topic of who's dead. So who's dead? There's a lot of people who get stabbed. Who's next? In this last episode, some of whom may or may not be dead. The showrunner has already come out and said, Lowell, or have you, have you pronounced his name, the Ogre is not dead. So that's good. Uno better not be dead. The Uno might be dead. Marion better uh, not be dead. He better not be dead. Blood and bloody ashes. He listen, better not be dead. I Listen, I, I could... I, I like Uno. On the other hand, there are lots of characters we have to meet. Like no, we're gonna have to grow. I refuse. Let the culling Uno's begin. Uh, Jason, you have a thought? Oh, I, I just hope that they explain how um, Padden Fane got the dagger. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, it'll be good. Yeah. It's weird the fades are already answering to him, even though that sort of happens in the yeah. books. But-, but look, huge upgrade on Padden Fane for the books. Yeah. He's just fantastic. What, what did you middle, call it? What, what did you oh, call him earlier? Like the poor man's golem. Basically. Nice. In the books, for sure. Yeah. He just becomes a creature. He's, he's like fucking Deagle. Yeah. That's a shout out to my Lord of the Rings fans out there. Anyway, a Deagle was the uh, cousin that right. uh, Smeagol killed at the be- right. Uh, right. thousands of years ago. Anywho. We, we all have seen the movie. We know. Yeah. Uh, Both yeah. villains. All right. The, ex- the extended edition. big improvement. It's the only edition. So far. I agree. Um, so, uh, Sarah. Hopefully, Bella's not yeah, dead. Sarah, who do you hope is still alive? Definitely the ogre. The, the ogre, yeah. He's he just has a lot of stage presence. You he love does. him. Okay. He is the Chewbacca of this group. You want him to make it. Yeah. You want to see him again. 
Uh, the wisdom has to be involved. I personally would um, love for him to read me that stories. Oh yeah, that that that, that put me to sleep real quick. So. I, I think he's he's great. His his character is great, and you know everyone complained. No, oh, he's not tall enough. Blah blah blah. But the Whatever, way he it's a TV speaks, show. the way his voice is, yeah. the cadence and the candor. Like the timbre of his voice is just so low. Did you say, did you say candor? Is that um, being uh, candid in um, uh, Camelin or one of the other? I the, time? Uh, the Bottle City. I'm allowed to make up the candor, words. Yes. Superman. There you go. My, candor. My, my grandma said I could make up whatever I wanted to in this life. And well, listen. So, words. Yeah. But from the show point of view, you have to have viewers. You can't. We do have podcasts now. We have YouTube. We have things where you can go to Twitter, but there's not a lot happening on Twitter for the show just yet. I've looked. So unless I want to watch it by myself and then not have anybody to talk to, they have to keep people like him yes. in the show so that everybody can watch the show. And so I hope he makes it. I hope the wisdom makes it. Um, who else did we lose that? Who's going to take over? Or Yeah, like did the king die? The king yeah. got a, a spear yeah. through the chest, but I mean, they don't have a baby. through the chest. Yeah, it could have just stuck into the yeah, front of it. No one knows. You've been yeah. roasted alive, but then you come back to life. Like you said, Game of Thrones rules baby. until you see yeah, the body, body yeah. laid out yeah. and buried. Not even laid out yeah. anymore because Jon Snow. Like, true. I want to see them in the ground and the main characters crying over the lumps of dirt, and then I will accept yeah. that maybe. Uh, uh, unless someone dead. says, uh, you know, uh, Regards from the Lannisters. I don't think anyone's dead. So, uh, um, all right. Well, we've been going for 55 minutes. So I think we're good. Um, so for our uh, viewers slash listeners, uh, Andy and I will be coming back, hopefully with more um, extra co-hosts and probably like going through book one and what actually happens in the book, just so we have a comparative point and, you know, maybe some news and whatnot. And hopefully we know soon when we season two is going to come out so that we can, you know, predict some of these things. But um, thank you all for uh, watching and listening and especially the people who've actually commented. Thank you. It's nice to have something where people actually commented on. So to all of our many, many uh, co-hosts who have stopped by, thank you all. Thank you to my two extra co-hosts and my two audience slash co-hosts today. Okay. And um, just left me hanging. Yeah. Oh, oh. He, he did. He, Sorry. No, he didn't. You didn't. You oh, were good. I'm sitting here holding it up for the knot. Well, some of us are being professionals looking at the camera, Betrayal. so. Betrayed. <laughs> well, uh, see y'all the next time. See y'all in Teleterion. <laughs> <laughs>